Welcome to the Creating Sales Stars podcast. Each week, our host Pete Evans will be joined by some of the big and upcoming names within the sales industry. This is brought to you by Sales Star UK. <laughs> So uh, welcome back to the Creating Sales Stars podcast. Um, this week, got a very special guest, uh, Michael Edwards, who is the founder and CEO of Northern Affinity. Uh, Michael set up Northern Affinity a few years ago now um, to encourage businesses, primarily in the north of England, uh, to collaborate and provide a um, effectively a home where people could seek out uh, high quality uh, business advice so so welcome michael delight to have you on the show a very uh, different person to interview this week but i'm sure we're going to talk about sales and all things business thank you very much for having me Pete. i'm looking forward to it and um yeah i'm sure we'll have a good conversation i'm sure we will do so 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 michael i think for the benefit of our listeners that uh, obviously i've introduced the founder and ceo of, of northern affinity but it'd be great to hear a bit about your uh, for the listeners a bit about your background and, and why you you start in Northern Affinity. Yeah, I suppose. So we'll maybe start at the beginning and make my way um, to where we are now. It probably makes sense. Yeah. But so when I left, um, I left university in two thousand and five, which yeah. feels like a long time ago now. <laughs> um, my my first role was a telesales role. Right. Okay. First first thing I did was um, in in financial services, um, which actually is where the majority of my career before doing the Northern Affinity. Um, was in that kind of world, that, that financial services world, and predominantly in sales stroke, business development right. stroke, relationship management roles as well. So um, I, I kind of quite a bit of a background in, in that in that world. Um, again, like I said, through financial services, kind of Barclays Bank and things like that that, that I worked in. Um, and it, then we're talking now five years or so ago, yeah. um, it, I was kind of at a moment where I wanted something different um, and I kind of always had this this idea I wanted to start my own business I come from a family owned business background yeah. so I think it's always kind of been nagging away at me and it just felt like the right time um, my, little, my little boy had been I think he was just about a year old when I, when yeah. I came to it and, and I was in a role which let's just say they weren't the most flexible in terms of <laughs> lifestyle and, and, and things like that and it, you know you, you realise I think for a lot of people life certain life events and it makes you kind of think about things yeah. and that's what it came to with me and i decided to set up my, my own business and, and first I, I went again into the world of financial services and right. and, and, and within uh, commercial finance because that's the world i knew it, yeah you know, if you can start a business <laughs> you, you you know this year there's so much that you have to learn and it, it's it's yeah so much to do so actually doing essentially a job that you knew kind of felt like it made sense yeah to me. Um, and that, and I did that. I did that for eighteen months or so. And it, was, it was going fine. It was going all right. It was growing, growing nicely. I learned a lot of lessons of <laughs> business as we do. Made lots of mistakes, yeah. but generally speaking, going okay. And then I kind of woke up and had this bit of a, I don't know, light bulb moment. You might call it a moment where, I, do you know what? I really don't like financial services. <laughs> um, even though I spent however many years in that world, and it, it's like anything. I, maybe sometimes you, you're looking for a bit of a change, but for me, it's that there's such a restriction in that world yeah because of the because of the regulation i don't know why the regulation's there and some of it's needed some of it maybe is a little yeah. bit ott but you know it's there for for a reason but it it feels like it stifles creativity yeah and it stifles ideas so for me i, I needed something different and the idea for what has turned into the northern affinity had kind of been bubbling around in the back of my head for for a little while um at that time because 
my experiences you know starting up a business what did i need and what did i feel wasn't yeah. out there um i felt i felt like kind of business groups business communities were very transactional yeah um and there's a place for that and that's fine that's not a, a criticism it, it, but i i felt that the actual proper community type feel was was maybe something that there wasn't as much out yeah. there and as you can imagine what the northern affinity was the initial idea and what it is now it's evolved a million yeah, times yeah. it's changed of course it has but the basic idea of it has stayed the same focus on the community focus on people together supporting each other as you touched on um and that that began that journey what, three years ago now yeah um and we are where we are now with with it it's obviously been an interesting time but yeah the majority of the the business we've been running it through a pandemic um but as we kind of hopefully come out of the back end of that, um, I think there's some really interesting opportunities. Fantastic. So you mentioned about some of these lessons you've learned along the way, and, I, I, and probably I think for the benefit of our listeners, it'd be really interesting to hear some of the lessons you've learned in growing, you know, Northern Affinity. And you know, I I, I sometimes talk about the the million dollars of idiot tax I've paid, <laughs> um, you know, in, in in sort of my journey. And you know, it's interesting. Yeah. We, we both have similar backgrounds. You know, I spent uh, nearly 15 years in financial services, in corporate financial services, but, you know, employee benefits, uh, you know, group med- private medical insurance, in-, in protection, all those great, great products. But I think one of the reasons I left was because I felt constrained by the regulation. Yep. Um, you know, I-, I said I didn't go into selling to have to complete loads of paperwork in, which is probably <laughs> the-, <laughs> the the similar sort of story to y- yourself. And obviously on my journey, I ended up what I'm doing now. But I, I- Particularly interesting for the benefit of our listeners, you know, what are the what are some of the key lessons you've learned in growing Northern Affinity as an organisation, and maybe some of the things that haven't gone so well as well? Yeah, and I think you're right about that kind of that idiot type. <laughs> I think when you uh, and not everyone like this, but I think a lot of people when you first set up your own business, you're always looking for that silver bullet. <laughs> You're looking for this, that something that's going to make the difference. Yeah. And now, obviously, now and again, some people that will come along, and yeah. that's, that's great. And, and and good luck to people who do. But for the majority of us, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Um. So you, know, you you get contacted by lots of people and a promise of things, and it's generally in and around the kind of the marketing type services, or yeah. I guess in the sales world as well, whether it's telesales services, outsourcing yeah. it, or like I said, marketing support, your website, SEO, <laughs> all those things. And, and you kind of think, oh, yeah, this this is this is great. This is yeah. fantastic. This is going to be the thing. Yeah. Um, and and sometimes it is, as I mentioned, but often it's not. Actually, what it needs is a a more rounded approach. It, it not one thing. You know, you could plow all your money into SEO to use yeah. just a, a random example, uh, and there might you know, there'll be some impact in that. Yeah. But if you haven't got all the other parts of your business in the right place yeah then you're not effectively setting your money so yeah using seo i'm not picking on any seo <laughs> yeah. just one that popped into my head is getting a load of visitors to your website is fine it's yeah. great but if your website's not set up to convert that yeah or if it is set up to convert that but you're not up to take that many customers yeah. or you haven't got the right systems and processes in place yeah it, it will have less of an effect yeah so i think that stay patient don't try to run before you walk yeah. and there's a lot of cliches in it but i think actually they're very true yeah and and keep it quite simple as well yeah it, there's there's always a shiny new toy there's always a new thing and that's great and look at these things yeah. fine and be aware that they're out there but just you know i talked about transactional earlier in terms of networking and, and kind of i also talk about organic networking i think organic organic growth of your business is also very relevant you know 
give it time right i think is a my one thing i would say and that's the lesson i've learned is don't don't be too impatient it is easy to do and we all yeah. want to be that overnight success don't we? yeah um and if it happens for people it's great but it, yeah be patient that, that's the thing for me that i've learned um and don't try to move and too quickly right it, it's interesting you, you use the word expression of course i'm shiny new toy and, and it's the expression that i <laughs> use on it and i think do you, do you think when you are an entrepreneur and business owner that you it's all too easy to get distracted by the the shining lights or something think, actually that's wonderful over there that's like the silver bullets oh, absolutely well you there's always somebody who is succeed oh well sorry there's always somebody who is appearing to succeed yeah. and to succeed quickly sometimes they are sometimes maybe they're not and see there's kind of that well if they're doing it why can't i um feeling i think that's yeah. it's a very natural human yeah. reaction i don't it's not a criticism of anyone we're, i think we're all like that yeah. to an extent um but there is yeah that trying to go for it and go for it too quickly is so yeah. easy to do and and I, I suppose there's also a bit of i don't know about yourself pete but actually making those mistakes sometimes is a good thing and yeah there's a lot of things about learning you learn by making mistakes exactly yeah as long as those mistakes aren't fatal um i think it's okay you, you're going to make mistakes as well yeah um, and that's that's probably another lesson i've learned is it's okay to mis- make mistakes and but don't beat yourself up too yeah. much about it it's all right you won't get it right all the time yeah um you know i my natural personality is that I overthink every scenario. So if I've got a thing that I'm doing, something new yeah. I'm doing, I would think of every scenario that could happen <laughs> for me. I'd plan it and I'd sit there and, to be honest, I'd be there still a year later <laughs> um, thinking about yeah. how I could do it. And I think there's an element of, do you know what? Sometimes just do it. Yeah. It won't be perfect. You will mis- make mistakes. But if you learn from those, you'll actually be further along quicker. Yeah. So that, that's one of the things that kind of goes against my natural instinct. And it, I, I have to battle with myself a little bit. But you know it's all right if it yeah. doesn't work so so are you saying then you're a bit of a perfectionist if you sort of plan do you know really I, I, don't, things, I don't know if it's perfectionism with me i think it's the dislike or maybe even fear of things going wrong right i don't want it to go i want it so i don't i maybe don't want it to be perfect yeah. oh i do want it to be perfect yeah I, it's not that so much that i think it's the more oh my god what would happen if yeah everything went wrong type of scenario and that's the way i think um a little bit and so yeah i don't think it's so much about perfectionism but about the opposite actually yeah um not being horrendous there's a good so so i want to come back to when you you started and you you know you talked about how how there's all these people offering services and you 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 mentioned a few times like marketing people and i think you know that that's what i learned and it's quite interesting i think that you know we talk in terms of what we do is that the marketing bit is like the sexy piece you yeah. know you, you, your website <laughs> your brand your um your, your brochures the the seo you know all that stuff google adwords is going to generate leads yep. so but yet i've come across a lot a lot of people who set up in business say i didn't go into business because i had to sell because they, they they think that this marketing engine is just going to do it all for them and in fact the marketing company is even going to sell for them yeah. why do you think in your opinion people are put off having to sell because we're all we're all selling all day long we're, in, we're influencing you know, in terms of what we do that's a good question i think there's this kind of it's probably to do with the perception of what sales is yeah and you know i i remember kind of touching on my early I remember when I first started I can't remember exactly what my role but what my role title was sorry it was something like sales executive yeah along that line 
and it wasn't long after that when it became a business development manager <laughs> and the word sales was was taken out because there's it's probably this negative perception of what sales is you know yeah. the, the stereotypical car salesman um <laughs> arthur daly type type stuff is that that's what maybe joe public yeah. thinks of, yeah. of sales and i think when you throw a business owner or someone who starts their own business they normally they've got a skill or something yeah. they're very good at whatever that yeah. might be brilliant you're quite right they will have been selling all the time yeah whether it's to their boss or to their family you know but they just don't see it as selling yeah. but as soon as they have to do what they think yeah. selling is you know yeah. whether that's picking up the phone or or, or closing deals it, it feels uncomfortable to yeah. them yeah and i think it's a i think it is a perception thing of what what sales is and you know the very i've speak to a lot of people and there's often i i do i'm good at what i do i don't like sales yeah. um and i, I kind of i do understand it um but i and then and often no, well the other thing often people say i'm rubbish at sales <laughs> yeah. i'm rubbish at sales and, and it, that's the one that frustrates me more yeah. than anything else because generally speaking if you've got your own business and you've got a product or service that you offer yeah. it's something you care about yeah i there's many skills that you need to be good in sales and you'll know this much better than me but passion and knowledge yeah for what you do your company and the yeah. service and product is one of the yeah. if not the most important thing. yeah so that they've got that more yeah. than any employee will yeah. ever have yeah. they will have that passion and that and they'll care more yeah. um the other stuff they, they might not be brilliant perfect at it but they'll be good they'll probably be good enough to start with yeah. and they can just hone those skills yeah. over time so it's a bit of it like i said a bit of perception probably a bit of confidence is the issue for a a lot and I, you know yeah we see that a lot don't we in, in the world where in we see people and, and it's a shame because actually they are they probably are really good at sales yeah yeah well i, I mean i think what's really interesting as well is that you know i've seen a lot of business owners and some people we know sort of in uh in northern affinity mm. and they'll invest so much time and money in processes in the business marketing processes yep. um administration processes yeah when it comes to sales mm they don't seem to put any rigor around having a, a a sales process so it's almost like they're leaving it to chance but what, why do you think people leave the it's almost like the cash generation bit of the business that they almost leave it to chance yeah it's an interesting one isn't it because i mean they're, they're all important you, yeah. like, as kind of touched on earlier they, they all need to work together yeah to, to, to be success and i think it is that fear of what it of yeah. what it is actually yeah. is the big thing is that if they know if they are putting a sales process in place they're gonna to have to sell yeah <laughs> simple as that and, yeah. and i think there's that that yeah well that worry about okay well i, I if i look at this in detail yeah. i'll know that to get to where i want to i need to make x number of calls or have x number of meetings or whatever that plan comes yeah. to and then they're worried about doing that yeah and i think it's as simple as that they kind of the fear of the result yeah essentially is, is the, the worry the you know there's lots of things you can do to sell your business and, and we know marketing is important and it yeah. helps and you bringing leads to your business is great <laughs> exactly, yeah. um but that's part of the part yeah. of what matters not not the whole thing yeah so i i want to move on and discuss something which is is a topic that's close to my heart so obviously you've talked about um relationships you've talked about building you know northern affinity getting people to collaborate on business and 
and I think you've heard me say this uh, a few times because I'm I'm turning the tables here because you, you know <laughs> you've interviewed me a few times. Yeah. You've interviewed me with uh, with Paul O'Donoghue and and Dave Curl, and I think there's a lot of people who talk about oh it's all about the relationship. Uh, you know I've got great relationships yet they can't turn those relationships into into clients. And I'm just to hear your opinion. Do you think actually? It is all about the relationship, or actually, it's about you know when you're selling, you can have a you can have the best product, you can have the best service, you can be you can be passionate, but if you can't actually ask great questions, you know, in your sales process, do you think it is all about the relationship, or do you think actually it's getting people to define what a great relationship, you know, is? Because I, I for example, think well, I've got a great relationship with Michael. I think we've got a great um, business relationship, and we probably know where the boundaries are in terms of friendship yet i think a lot of people particularly when the small business owners mm. um they rely so much on the relationship then then that doesn't bring success either so i'm just interested in, in your opinion no it's a good question I, I think relationships are important yeah for whatever it is um it, but like like it's i think a lot of things in, in in life and business actually i think we've got a lot of lessons to learn for you know i'm, I'm a big yeah. big sports fan yeah. and i, I think in sport, they often talk about the one percenters, the extra yeah. little thing. Yeah. And I think this is probably a good example of that where it matters. So if you are brilliant at building relationships, you have lots of great people that you know well and they know you and you you have good the good relationship with them, brilliant. But it's that one percent of how do you convert some of that into yes. into business for your yeah. business. Um and that's maybe where they're missing out. And it is Probably only a minor tweak, actually, yeah. because let's face it: if you can build good relationships, you can be good at sales. Yeah. It, it, why can't you? Any anybody can be good at sales yeah. if they put the right, if they've got the right skills yeah. to, to to do that. So it, it's not it's not all about the relationship. It's yeah. important, and it's a good starting point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, if you're, you know, the old cliches of you know more to buy from someone yeah. you like and yeah. you know, no like and trust and all that kind of yeah. stuff, I think it is right. Yeah. Of course it is, and I think maybe. The world we're in now, compared to say when I first, you know, coming towards twenty years ago, started yeah. in, in sales, it was. I mean, sales has never been about, you know, throwing loads of features yeah. and benefits at people ever really. Yeah. But it was more like that then because availability of information wasn't there. So you, pretty much every business now will have their products and services yeah. and all the information relevant to it yeah. on their websites or in leaflets or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. We can all research yeah. it. Um, Google it nice and yeah, easily. Yeah. So relation, so relationships have become more important. Yeah. I think. I, I do think there was that kind of. We talk about consultative selling, don't we? In 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 sales, yeah. and it, a lot of that was about getting the information yeah. over based on the needs of yeah. the person in front of you. That will still be there, but it's maybe less yeah. um, than it was because yeah. it, again, it's where the percentages are. I think and, and yeah. That. So I think relationships, are, yeah, kind of long way around saying you're yeah, really, really important. Um, but it's that one or two things to get it over the line. It's, it's more about the right type of relationship. So you well, can, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Michael, I, I know you're a keen sports fan and a keen, uh, a keen Liverpool fan. So, um, what are lessons you think business owners can learn from from sport about about selling and, and and particularly about sort of mindset? You know, you, you talked about the one percents. Yeah, yeah. I've got this uh, big thing about how sport, whether it's in sales, business general, yeah. or any of our kind of personal development, is is far ahead of rest of us. Because yeah. 
probably partly the finances that are involved yeah. and, and the the stuff that's gone on in the teams they have behind them and something I think is from my experience in, in kind of business development sales type roles if you look at coaches as in sports coaches yeah. or managers yeah. one of the great things they often do is they take the heat off the players yeah. the start the performance yeah. I think some and they, they take the pressure off and let them do their Thing. they make it as easy as possible for them to yeah. perform at their best of their yeah. ability i think and this isn't say just sales yeah. but just in general in business i think we don't do that enough yeah. i think actually we do the opposite to an extent <laughs> we put more pressure on them <laughs> right. and, we, and we make it sometimes and kind of we talked about financial services yeah. as an example it actually makes it harder for people yeah. to perform it's like obviously it's not conscious but i think that we often do put barriers in front of people and like I said, in sporting environments, yeah. whether it's team or individuals, they the coaches and the teams around them, that their role is to take yeah. all that away yeah. and let them focus on what they do. So, you know, using sales as an example, if you're a sales manager, sales director, yeah. you sh to me should be doing everything you can to remove all those barriers, yeah. make it as easy as possible for that person to perform. And yeah. that'll be that'll be different for different individuals as well. I think yeah. that's probably an important point is I would imagine, you know, let's use an example of a football team who they've got different personalities and different characters in yeah. there. They will, it's kind of the old cliches and the managers, certain certain players, they put their arm around and tell them that they love them and, and yeah. that's how they perform. And the other ones, yeah. they, they shout at them. Yeah. And, and it's already a very simplistic yeah. view, but I think it's relevant that, that they treat them as individuals yeah. to get the best out of them. And again, maybe that's something, again, whether it's sales or business managers, business leaders don't do so much. Yeah. Is to get look at the individual within that. Yes, you have to have boundaries and rules that, <laughs> yeah. that are similar for everyone. Of course, you do, but doesn't mean you have to treat everybody the same. And I, yeah. I think that's one of the big things we don't maybe take from that. And yeah, there's so many of these kind of performances. You know, the measure. I guess in in sport, it's really easy to measure everything yeah. because you win or you lose. You come yeah. first or you come second or whatever the sport yeah. is. In business and in sales, it's a little. It's not as instant, is it? I no, guess the, yeah, the exactly, result. Yeah. Um, so it's not. So there's some. Obviously, there's some things that yeah. make it different. But I think generally speaking, we could take, like I said, treating people as individuals. Um, but yeah, looking at looking at how we can get the best out of them, taking all the yeah. barriers away, is really important. So I, I want to come. I want to come back to Northern Affinity. Um, you know, you've been on quite a quite a journey. We've been a member of Northern Affinity for three years. We've seen things. Yep see things change what what what's your vision for northern affinity and you know do you see it continuing to grow or do you see it doing different things because it, it, it has really changed its model of you know what mm. i've observed as a member yeah no we've, we've we've definitely evolved over the three or so years we've been going now and um part of it has been in reaction to circumstances um to be honest i, I was talking to somebody about this the other day that yeah. probably for the vast majority of the last two years it's been very difficult to move the way you want to move it's been about reacting to the right, external yeah. situation not everything yeah. but more or less and and then that's fine and i think we're still actually in that phase where you know remember the horrible new normal new norm <laughs> yes, phrase yeah. that was used a yeah. lot at the start of it i think that's kind of where we are we're probably you know it's probably in a different context now we are pretty much should we say back to normal-ish right, what it yeah. was before but i don't yeah. think we're at, back to what we were before actually yeah. there's people's habits yeah people's way of working has changed yeah so i can't we're in a bit of a period now where we we're watching that 
right i'm watching that and keep, and keep what do people actually want now yeah um, how often do people want to go yeah. out to meetings how often do people yeah. want to do things online when they do turn up to an event what what do they want from the event? Yeah. do they want to be there for two hours do they want to be there yeah all day but go less whatever yeah. that might be and, yeah and then obviously the reality is not everyone's the same and yeah you, but you the nature of the business you have yeah. to try and get a yeah a, a general view on that um so that's where we are at the moment but the the vision in terms of this kind of business community this yeah. collaborative group that hasn't changed and won't change yeah. um we want you know, the reason it's a northern affinity whilst i guess it is a restricted area it's quite a <laughs> large-ish geographic yeah. area and i think that's one thing again there's not many other people do that this yeah. is you know I, w- I want a business in Leeds and a business in Liverpool to connect with each other. Yeah, the, the like leaders probably wouldn't have done in other yeah. environments, um, because there's opportunities there, and that's that will continue. Yeah. So the the basic vision, the basic idea, yeah. will stay very same. I'm sure. I guess it's the ex- execution <laughs> yeah. that is evolving and, and will continue to yeah. evolve. Um, I'd love to say I know exactly what will happen. <laughs> um, I have ideas and thoughts, and obviously yeah. I'm talking to people like yourself and others all the time, yeah. Pete and. and Everyone has their own opinion, of course, yeah. but um, I, I I think what we do, if I'm going to generalise it, yeah. people are now looking at quality over quantity. Right. Okay. So they'd rather go to a full day event once every two months yeah. than three three hour events a month or something yeah. like that. So you know, and how that fits yeah. to us obviously is important. But I, again, I'm I'm generalising. That's generally what people yeah. are thinking. Now it has changed. Obviously, we within that you throw in travelling, yeah, and the environmental issues, yeah, um, work life balance, and all these other things that are kind of big on the agenda yeah. for people at the moment. So that execution, I'm sure, will evolve and continue to evolve. Right, okay. Um, doing quite a bit of work on it at the moment. It's generally what I do over <laughs> s- kind of into the summer months, ready right. for. As you know, Pete generally have a little bit of an evolution around September time. Um, it's actually I've had this week yeah. where I've spent a couple of days working on that at the moment so, fantastic um, that's coming it's become more of an evolution than revolution I guess the, yeah. I, I guess that's the nature of, as the business gets yeah. more mature um, but like I said the basic basic ideas and the basic principles the basic values will stay yeah. very similar um, just we move and we evolve with the times yeah and what um, for the benefit of the, of the listeners you know what what types of businesses are you looking to attract into northern affinity what makes a good northern affinity partner from your perspective it's a good question i, I get this asked this a lot and you, you know when you speak to like marketing people they often ask this kind of question <laughs> don't you who's your yeah. ideal customer yeah. and stuff like that. now i probably as a, i look at this i can look at this in a couple of ways but and i say to people and this is this is very much tongue-in-cheek i don't really care what you do i care who you are right and and now that's I'm being a bit flippant there. Obviously, it matters. It matters yeah. what the business yeah. is, but the person and the individual yeah. matter more. It's about people who understand yeah. this idea of a community and collaborative yeah. environments matter the most. Now, ideally, what from a I guess from a business point of view, people who want to to grow, and when I say grow, I don't necessarily mean grow their business. <laughs> yeah. That that can be yeah. part of it, of course it can, but grow themselves as yeah. well. I think is really important um whether that's learning new skills yeah. from someone like you pe- yeah. doing a talk at one of our events or um like i said growing the business and taking yeah. you know you're you're doing a a panel discussion with us next week uh, yeah. about growing your business from zero to five employees yeah. and I, 
obviously you've been through that journey yeah. that's probably one of the hardest parts of any business yeah. journey that that first employing people and going through that and again yeah. mistakes you make with that um so that type of thing you want people to learn and grow from they might never actually do it because they might listen to you pete <laughs> talking about what you've done <laughs> bloody hell, i don't want to do that they might do it, and that's fine but that yeah. i'd rather them do that yeah. now than than do it and go through all and hate yeah, it yeah so kind of part of what we're about yeah. um but if they can pick the brains of each other's and, and you know the yeah. things i'm sure you've picked up from other people and they'll pick up from you and it doesn't have to be you know using yourself as yeah. an example it doesn't have to be sales skills yeah. or, or mindset or anything yeah. like that. it doesn't if it isn't great but it doesn't yeah. have to be because we've all had experiences in all sorts yeah. of things in life and that and that's what that's what matters so yeah. um people who are open-minded and okay. like, growth-minded i know you yeah, talk about growth mindset yeah, exactly and that can mean a number of things yeah. but that's the type of people that we do, that we work with yeah and uh, finally a couple of questions to sort of end with and i always ask this one you know if somebody was looking to start in business today uh, I can see you. See you. You're you, you laughing. You're probably thinking that's a bad idea. Yeah, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, don't bother. <laughs> but, but but apart from don't bother. Yeah, what yeah. what's your what's your one nugget of advice that you, you know that you wish somebody had given to you when you were starting out? A joke aside, yeah, it's great. I love it. I wouldn't. I said, yeah, five six years, whatever. I wouldn't. Yeah. I can't imagine me ever going back to yeah. not having my own business. Um, I don't know if it's advice or, or what. Yeah, enjoy it yeah enjoy it enjoy all the benefits of it yeah um if that's financial that's great but you know that the, you learn so much yeah enjoy learning yeah and like i said and learning doesn't necessarily come sat in a classroom or yeah. watching a video or, or reading something yeah. it, it just happens around you enjoy and embrace that yeah um, because you know we i don't know about yourself but i know i go through periods where you're where you're really up and you're really active <laughs> yeah, and everything's yeah. you know, it might doesn't yeah. really matter how the business you feel energized yeah. and then you go through points when it's it's not quite yeah. like that and it's difficult um but enjoy that yeah enjoy that it's just part of the journey yeah um it's about surrounding yourself with the right people who you can feel energized by you can yeah. have a conversation with you can you can learn from that experience I, I say we learn from everybody and oh, every day is a learning day massively and that yeah. like to, to me there's, there's there's enjoyment in that and there's yeah. fun in that um i think it's one we talk about a lot of things in business, yeah. But we don't talk about fun enough, yeah. Um, it's something I I'm kind of think like sort of been doing a lot of work on the business recently. Yeah. It's one thing I'm thinking about more, and you know, how can we incorporate that more and more? Yeah. Um, you know, because we, we spend a lot of time at work, yeah. and quite frankly, when I'm enjoying myself and why I, yeah. when I'm having fun, I know I'm more productive. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I would imagine most people would say yeah. the same. Uh, and I think also, I mean, it, we a few weeks ago we interviewed Jamie Peacock, and he. You know, he's a big advocate of celebrating success. Absolutely. So when you get successes, celebrate them. And the thing about success as well, um, I think you know, especially the kind of social media world we yeah. live in now, people think success is a big, a big event. Yeah. You know, you've just turned over a million pounds yeah. in the same business. Yeah. Success can be what people might think are quite little things. You know, I ticked off everything yeah. up a to do list yeah, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Celebrate that success. Yeah. Um, I for the first time yeah. you know you've set up a new process yeah. anything success everything you do yeah. there's a lot of things to be had um being asked to do this podcast yeah, yeah. with the, with yourself yeah. I, I you know i said that's a success it that's is a, yeah that's a good thing yeah and it's all building to that so it's not just about those you know it's, yeah. it's a success brilliant when you employ your first yeah. employee or like i said i don't know you get yeah. a million pounds yeah. that's great brilliant yeah. of course that's success as yeah. well but little things or what people perceive little yeah. things because you do more of them exactly um you know 
celebrate the first customer outside yeah, the city you yeah. live in or <laughs> or in your case inside the city <laughs> yeah, yeah. you live in or whatever it might be we're uh, still working hard yeah, on that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever it might be yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so it's yeah, yeah celebrate absolutely celebrate success yeah. and with the need to that that very much ties into f having fun yeah, yeah. well we, you, you, you'd be pleased to hear that our marketing has been so effective we're now talking to a business in Sao Paulo in Brazil <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, getting closer to home now we're getting closer to home yeah yeah we're getting closer to Yorkshire it, 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 it's working so um, finally Michael if people want to reach out to you and find out more about Michael Edwards or and or Northern Affinity um, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you yeah um, probably LinkedIn is as good as anywhere I mean generally on, on most of the social media yeah. platform LinkedIn is the one um, I often get people yeah. tell me they've yeah. seen me on LinkedIn yeah. because I'm on there quite a post yeah. well. I used to be area for me to just you know I love connecting with people yeah. and, and just do that same with the Northern Affinity obviously we have our own website and everything yeah. like that but you can get all that through the through the LinkedIn page um, yeah just connect give us a shout say hi Okay, always happy to chat so thanks very much Michael for appearing on our podcast this week we look forward to welcoming you back in the future and uh, thanks for some great comments it's been a great interview thank oh, you absolutely much. my pleasure Pete thank you thanks for listening this podcast was brought to you by Sales Star and hosted by Pete Evans for more information about what we can offer you head to our website at salesstar.com forward slash UK. You can also find us on all social media platforms just by searching for Salesstar UK.